Good afternoon, everyone out there in the Plannerverse. Welcome to episode 22-0 of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Plannerverse with me, your darling host, Karina Tovmasyan, and my wonderful co-host, Steve Moulton. Hi, Steve. Hello. Can you believe we made it to 20? We've made it and we're still going. (laughs) (laughs) And people are listening. I can't believe it. Well, we have something very interesting that we thought of today, and we wanted to share it with you. We've realized that a lot of us are using our planners as a form of rebellion against this entire digital world that was thrust upon us starting in the early 90s, if you recall, Steve. I remember. (laughs) 1890s, right. I recall, well, it was in the 80s that everyone started developing the personal computer and the Macs and all that stuff came out. But it was really in the 90s that it got to a point where most people could afford them and schools started having them in their university labs and that sort of thing. I remember after our college had the earthquake over at Cal State Northridge, we were sent out to live in tents and our entire Mac lab was sent in under a circus tent and it really was a circus (laughs) but I recall that they were the old classic Macs that were being used in 1990 something or other Um, (laughs) we don't know exactly which date (laughs) but yeah the classic Macs were being used not too long ago and I think Everyone got so excited about using these digital devices and computers and computers, and this is fantastic. And look, little green things, they switched from monochromatic green and black screens to full-color screens and windows, and that whole Apple thing happened. And Well, here we are, and now we find ourselves in a position where we not only have too much information coming at us, we don't know when to access it, where to access it, and in all aspects of it, it's become so overwhelming that we no longer sleep well. It's affecting our brains. It's affecting the way our children are growing up. And now children are growing up with the iPads and the iPhones right in their faces. I'm sure you've seen that in your own Hmm. social gatherings. And so our discussion today is really going to take apart that concept of do we need to separate these two or can we live harmoniously with digital and analog together? Well, I'm sure we all do to a certain degree, but I wonder to sort of what degree. There, there might be some sort of uh, it, one side of the field that are sort of totally right. digital for all their planning. Right. And the other extreme, of course, is the, the, the totally analog. And then there's the sort of the in-between, sort of in the middle somewhere that dip in and out of, of sort of both sort of realms. And they, they, you know, there's no right and there's no wrong there, is there? No, um, there isn't. It really is what you prefer and how how you want to set up your life. I mean, where do you find yourself in the spectrum of this, Steve? If we had to put the, the pendulum on a scale of 1 to 10, how far out would it swing for you in terms of where you land in terms of digital use compared to I'm, analog use? I suppose I'm sort of more towards the analog end of things but still do use digital stuff um here i'm just showing you my first and i'll put a photograph oh, of this God. thing my first digital 
planning tool, which is a Casio digital diary, circa around about 1990, with all of 64 kilobytes of memory, and oh it still goodness. works. Look, you can you can actually see the. It does still work. He's holding it up to the screen. I've taken a <laughs> screenshot for everyone out there who's wondering. We'll, well I'll post do a that decent picture the to website. go with the. Um, but this marvelous thing would do sort of telephone directory, memos, reminders, yeah. schedules, calendar, calculations. Oh, we had a game as well. World time clock and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and I, I carried this thing around with me all the time for... Didn't it have uh, a clock function that it would wake you up with too, I think? Yeah, there's sort of beeps and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the thing, beauty of this thing was, is it runs on a couple of little coin cells and they, they would last a couple of years before you need to change the batteries. But... Um, yeah, it's it's a marvelous device. It's a bit useless if you took both batteries out at the same time, mind you. You, you lost a lot, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> so does. what's the what's the point? Because I know I, you say you lean more towards the analog. I agree with you. I lean slightly more towards the analog, but I do have an Apple Watch. I do have yeah. an iPhone. I do have an iPad. I enjoy using these devices, and like I've always said, even when I consult with my clients, I tell them make sure that digital is always supplementing your analog and not the analog supplementing your digital because then you fall into trouble. Then you fall into the, uh, I've got a different app for everything mm. and you don't know where it's coming yeah. from. And so well, I, w I would kind of rate myself at a seven in terms of the analog scale. Yeah. And I would rate myself as a four or five mm. on the digital I'm, I'm scale. Must, yeah, in, yeah, in that sort, of, that sort of relationship, yeah. Well, I... I what I've actually sort of found, and it, it frustrates the hell out of me at times, is um, I tend to use electronic for reminders that are sort of on a regular basis. You know, things that happen every day, yes. or twice a day, in the case of medication, or um, sort of once a week. But it's, you know, it's the same thing every week at, at this time. On a Tuesday, it's this. On a Wednesday, it's this, and and so on. So those repetitive things, I've tried doing them analog, and tried doing fancy sort of today markers with them all marked on there and what have you. But right, it's it's I tedious, know, it, isn't it? It's tedious to do. Yeah. But on the opposite extreme, um, if you've got timed reminders, of course, it all falls flat on its face as soon as you go and change time zones and there are just so many different apps out there for to-do lists and what have you i'm not going to even hesitate to recommend this one is the best one because i've right. been through so many different ones that have let me down in one way or another yep even the simple thing of Right, so I've put all my reminders in. Show them to me in chronological order. In other words, when they're actually the, the one at the top is going to be the first one to happen, working down. Not all of them can do that. Or That's you can right. do. You can actually get them to sort it into order, but every time you open the app, you have to ask it to sort it each time. It can't be that difficult to have a default, surely. That does it right. automatically. I'm starting to rant. No, no, no. You're, but you're right. And, and your rant, Steve, I think echoes what is at the root of why I ask people to have digital support analog. Mm. Because there really isn't a quicker, faster way to write a to-do list that is in chronological order than to take pen to paper. 
And to have that there consistently, as far as being able to get stuff out of your brain and onto a piece of paper, that is the best, most brilliant Mm. way. There is no better way to slice bread. However, exactly as you said, the tedious tasks of keeping order and making sure that repetitive uh, requests or to-dos happen on a concise and consistent fashion, then I would definitely agree that I use my iCal the same way. For example, trash day, recycle day. These are things that don't change. Mm. And why not have these on a digital calendar where everyone in the family can be made aware of what's Mm. going on at any given moment? Now, as far as the time zones, I remember... I think you and I were having this discussion in person when you visited uh, me in Washington, D.C. And you had said something about the kayak app, I think it was, that had completely, first you thought you'd lost all your reservations or you had come on the wrong day or what was it? It looked like we'd missed. Now, when you're booking sort of, right, so you go on this trip and you arrive at this place. And then you book into this hotel and then you leave on such and such a day. Right. And you get this flight. And, and it all looked fine apart from one day where it didn't <laughs> look like we hadn't. We sort of arrived, but we didn't have somewhere to check into. It was it, it slipped into the following day. Right. I'm thinking, what's happened here? And it was because of the time zone difference, because it had actually been entered uh, in Europe. Of course, by the time we got to sort of nine hours behind, the check-in time was now into the following day. Right. And after that, I then... And that said, caused a bit of panic in your mind. I remember you well, telling me that you were just a bit flummoxed with it was, what It was quite now. late at night, and I'm almost sort of... I can't. don't think I woke Alison up. I think I left it till the next morning. Cause I, by the, but I, it had me searching through lots of different emails and things, the confirmation emails, to actually make sure that we had accommodation on this one night. Um, right. We were, I can't remember where it was now, but whatever. But um, And that's the, that's the prime example, though, yeah. of digital doing only what it has been told to do. It mm. doesn't actually think outside the box. And not that your planner thinks, but if, for example, Steve had this itinerary written down in a planner, knowing that he was going to be in a certain place at a certain time. All he had to do was flip open to his book and it would tell him not, it doesn't take into consideration time zones. This is the beautiful part about planners, analog planners, right? You have Mm. it all written down there. And so you would know on what day you're going to be in which hotel and so on. And so I think that the concept is that we're trying to avoid having the sense of panic or having the sense of loss of control of information when we revert and I say revert in the nicest way possible to analog planners. Mm. So the rebellion initially was a digital rebellion. And then now we find ourselves rebelling against the digital post digital world in the 21st yeah. century saying, well, how do we do this? How do we find the humanity back in our planning? I, I, my own, my first recollection of going sort of in the direction of, of this, Casio thing, right? Was because, uh, and it's my own fault really. I'd forgotten to return some library books, mm-hmm. and the fine, the total fine for six books or something, was some ridiculous amount of money. And I thought that's just, you know, I'm not going to get fallen into that trap again. Yeah. So I got, I start. I, now I could, if I had, if I'd have been using my Filofax at the time in the proper way I would have written it down but I wasn't using it in the proper way it was 
doing things backwards. And so I started to use this digital thing purely to, as to set reminders as to when return things like library books and things. And I, I think I sort of drifted into sort of digital things, not by accident, but um, because I suppose most things were becoming sort of affordable and what have you. And um, so the, the, the poor paper plan got put to one side. But... <laughs> I sort of abruptly returned to them um, back in 2005. But, um, yeah, so it, it's, it, it amuses me in a way that we can all access this digital stuff so easily now. Um, you know, I keep um, a digital calendar purely to keep track of where my dear wife is and so she can keep track of where I am and what I'm doing and what have you. That works quite well because, again, we use the same sort of system. Um, but I'm sure we've all got a tale to tell of a sync error that wipes the whole <laughs> thing clean. Oh, uh, yes! Um, we've all been there, I'm sure. Um, you know, trying to keep these damn things in sync with each other uh, it can be a total nightmare. Indeed. Uh, it's got better, but I'm sure there are still the odd hiccup now. And right. Again. The whole cloud thing, once that happened, was a lot nicer to be yes. able to access everything. You shut it all off and it's gone, and then you turn it back on and it's all back. It's just yeah. like this immensely, wow, look at the magic But happening. I do worry a, a little bit at times. Of, I've, I've heard of it the other day of someone saying Google Calendar went down. And nobody knew what to do, and they were—they hadn't got a clue where they were. And you see all these people walking about, going, the, "I know the, I've the, got to be somewhere." This just lady was in in amongst this sea of digital users, and she was quite happy. She was carrying on. And there's all these headless chickens going around saying, "What meeting am I at? I don't know. What meeting are you go to? Well, I don't know." Uh, it, and it was only down for a few hours. Yet, right. you know, the whole world of commerce sort of potentially ground to a halt and there's yeah, well, aimless people sort of wandering in and out of each other's meetings saying am i in your meeting or not i don't know <laughs> well that's how that's how the vogons got maybe the planet they should have decided on, i like your biscuits i'll come and take part in your meeting <laughs> <laughs> you pop your head in and see which meeting looks funner right <laughs> yeah i'm not oh, clear dear. what you're talking about but your biscuits are nice <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just had a, a colleague of mine had her car broken into, and she had one of those old iPods that she didn't bother syncing. She just kept music on there, but she yeah. also kept her contacts on there. Guess oh, what? No. They broke into her car, they stole the iPod, and the contacts are now gone. Mm. And so, right, because the, that's the, also one of the bad things about digital is that you have to constantly get the bigger, better thing. And if you don't, you run the risk of not no longer being able to update it or sync it or care for it as much as you would if it was the brand new, bigger, better deal, the BBD. And that's, I think that's my other one of the reasons weight. why I switch out my planners. What's that? My sign organizer. What? Oh, I see that. Oh, sorry, it's pixelated, Steve. It's coming through right. pixelated on the... So it's oh, I see a it, sort of yes. palm-top computer thing. Which was made yeah, in the he's UK. got one of those things that the saint uses in his getaways. <laughs> so, so it, it's, it's not a paperweight. It does still work, but in the modern world, trying to sync the thing to things is uh, difficult right. because of uh, 
software and all the rest of it. But oh, it still works I had... on its own. It works standalone. It's, it's fine. Standalone is fine. I had found a Newton a, a while back yeah. on eBay, an Ooh. Apple Newton, and I was just, oh, I want this thing, but you know, there's nothing that I can connect it to. <laughs> So, so what's the point? I, you know, I, I love having my digital devices. I travel often, and I remember initially when the iPads came out, they were a bit large, and then they got the mm. iPad minis. And I love the size of the iPad mini. It's just perfect for being able to read online magazines, for being able to play games and see movies mm. and that sort of thing. Um, but absolutely, I would never be caught dead without my iPad mini or my planner together. Because yeah. if I am reading something and I want to take notes, where do you take notes on? You can't yeah, you shut can't your keep, magazine off well, and go for it. switching between. It's not easy, is it? Um, right. And if, or, I, or if, so you, you and I have said this too. When someone's yeah. on the phone and, and they're talking to you and you want to yeah. take notes, what do you do? Tell them, hold on, I've got to put you on hold to take a note on my phone? That, yeah. It just seems so ridiculous. <laughs> I um I don't get that many phone calls. It's a bit difficult to sort of try it out. I suppose you should test this sort of thing out sometime to see if you can actually enter a note whilst on a phone call. Someone will tell us, oh, yes, do it all the time. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but um, Yeah, but you'd have to put them on speakerphone or talk to yeah. them through a Bluetooth device. And, okay, great. So now you have mm. three digital devices supporting what one analog thing can do, right? I'm hoping that the battery <laughs> doesn't give out, yeah. Right, and that's another thing. Then you've got all these chargers, yeah. and you've got non-universal chargers. You've got all kinds of adapters that need to go dongles, and I can't stand that word, by the way. That's one of my least favorite words. Uh, yeah, so this attachment doesn't go with that. And by the time you've done packing your bags to leave, you've got an entire carry-on with what looks like you're, you're about to launch NASA, NASA satellite <laughs> communication systems out of the airplane. And that's yeah. just gone the way of the dodo now, hasn't it? Isn't it nice to just be able to travel lightly mm. and, and have a planner and a phone and go on with your life? The, the, the thing, I, I sort of published a photo the other morning of me catching up and I had my iPad showing my sort of calendar and I had my A5 in front of it and I was just doing my sort of little cross check between the two. Yeah. But that's about the only time that I only, it literally happens sort of once a week that I actually do yeah. a sort of a real decent cross check between both um, planner and sort of a calendar of electronic calendar of some kind because they're all sort of common to each other. So it doesn't really matter too much. Um, but I still, you know, make sure that all of those appointments are on paper somewhere rather I've than being reliant on digital. I've actually been guilty of that. I end up putting most of my stuff in my analog planner and then I hear from my husband who says, "How I didn't know you were going here today. Why didn't you tell me? So I forgot <laughs> to you, put that on the digital calendar. It's as, all as in my book, in. not in his book. <laughs> <laughs> well, a sort so, of another classic issue with way that some digital planners work. Um, Alison's flown to Manchester today and she said, oh, my flight's at such and such a time. I thought, I've looked at my calendar and I've got it down as sort of about two hours after that. And so I'm thinking, what's happened here? And again, the flight got changed. The calendar that I sync to goes via um, somewhere else and it hadn't updated. <laughs> oh, yeah, so when she went in, well, see, that would be a good thing, though. I would love that when I get yeah. a notification of a flight change digitally. 
Yeah. I love that because that would not have happened in my analog planner. Yeah. So Whether this is not the digital bashing it, radio station, sure, right? She, you know, you just get you can get so caught out with these things um, because we all lead such busy lives these days. There's just so much stuff coming at us in one direction or another. You almost need to sort of dedicate five minutes, five or ten minutes a day to make sure that you are all programmed the same. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't do. I, I think like you, I do about a week, once a week. Hmm. I I check my digital stuff because, like I said, the digital stuff really doesn't need babying. It's sort of set to go automatically. And so once in a while, I'll throw something in the digital section of the calendar that needs updating. But mostly, it lives off of my my planner. Hmm. And so if it is, it's it's happened in my planner first before it's happened in the digital world. <laughs> I do have to say though, as far as to do apps. The one app that I have seen that has worked well for me, and I know Carrie Harling would agree with me on this, has been the OmniFocus. Have you ever given that a try, Steve? No. Uh, the one I use is called Pocket Informant. Um, which... <laughs> As one does. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a funny name. Okay. I don't know where they're based, but um, it combines the calendar with tasks with contacts and notes it's almost a sort of a, a hub for all your digital events and things and for certainly for tasks that syncs with reminders on the mac and the calendar syncs with the okay mac remind. and i think it can also sync with evernote as well but um, i don't use evernote so but evernote I, has it's, slowly it's, been taking over though yeah it is a very complicated um app and i'm only using a small portion of the thing really um, but it was recommended to me by one of our listeners or one of our readers and um, i thought i'd give it a try um and it they've got a mac version and they've got sort of an ios version i think they do android as well um possible i'm not sure about windows I must admit but um that works for me in most senses. Now, interestingly enough, you can set the tasks to work in either simple format, which I think most people would be comfortable with. Yeah. But you can actually set them in a GTD style. So it yeah. sort of goes actions, next actions, and, and that sort of stuff. Same thing with and OmniFocus. Yeah. And there's also a Franklin Covey version, which... I've never even gone near yet, so I wouldn't really know how that works, how that differs. But um, yeah, it, it's it's pretty good. Then, and it does sort the tasks into the right order. Big thumbs up from me on that one. Do you have to tell it to do that <laughs> every time? Whereas reminders though? on the Mac does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it does it automatically. Thank goodness. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. Um, the odd thing with. Um, reminders on the mac is that doesn't you can get a scheduled you know so you just see the ones that are scheduled but it doesn't sort them into order you have to physically sort them which is yeah. bonkers to me and you can't it's not easy to do them um as timed things either but uh, it's one of them quirks i still love the whack the way in which my scion did calendar and events and things all in the one app Mm. That to me was 
you know the best thing around and i've quite often sometimes in desperation going from one thing to another <laughs> actually gone back to using agenda on on the sign because it was just so simple and straightforward um to use sort of thing you know simple is sometimes the best the fact that you know it doesn't some in some respects it doesn't matter if it sinks to the outside world if you're the only user of the right. thing and only you need reminding of something and it just happens to be a small device that you carry with you right or it's tucked in the front of your planner it doesn't matter what it is really you know you can get some really simple little um electronic calendars slash um calculator things which hold the bare minimum of information they cost next to nothing and they run but you have to and... you have to sit there and plug information into it that's yeah. the thing though yeah yeah that's the only disadvantage yeah but if it's a repetitive thing and it doesn't change from right. one end of the year to the set other set it and forget it kind of thing right you're yeah. just done it with it it doesn't really matter does it as long as okay so you could get caught out when it comes to battery change time or whatever but if you've got a list of those um, tasks as a simple page so you can input them back in again doesn't matter really does it it's well, you know what I've done, though? I've created a list of all of my repetitive tasks in my planner mm -hmm. as a what goes where seasonally. I know we've discussed this about perhaps doing a seasonal planner for the house and that sort of thing. But in case the digital ever gets lost, I know yep. what needs to happen repetitively. I know it, it hasn't been mapped out. It's just a, mm. it's just a st static list. It's a standalone list that hasn't been plugged into the calendar calendric system at all. But in case the digital portion of it ever died out on me, I would know that every Wednesday, for example, we have re or every other Wednesday, excuse me, is recycle. Every Friday is trash day. Every and so that way, I can keep track in case it ever goes. I have a, a very simple lost. table in the front of my yeah organizer, which is it's got a column for times, and then a, a column for each day of the week. And then so each row is a sort of different time band, if you like. It's a very simple weekly undated calendar, if you like. Yeah, yeah. And then in each of those boxes, I can write in what is happening between that hour and that hour. It only covers from midnight through to 8 o'clock in the morning. And I use this for uh, different website backups that happen um, on the different servers on different days of the week at different times. But I used this initially to map out when they were going to happen um, so that I could, you know, go through and set them so that no two were on on the same server. We're, we're trying to back up at the same time. Um, but it's a great little simple reminder for it's me. It's a timetable, you know. It's, it's really just a simple timetable, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It works great. Um, and, it, you know, it, it's dead simple. But that's helped me no end when I've been trying out these various... Um, task um, apps to try and input them and i'm thinking which one is which <laughs> and that's what resulted in me actually doing it on paper because i thought right let's do it on paper we know when it should be and um we, we won't get caught out sort of thing but uh yeah it, we all sort of adapt i think to doing things in the best way we all learn by our mistakes i think we do and i think if we were if i were to help advise or give any kind of counsel to anyone struggling with digital or analog i would say always always make sure that your digital is backing up your analog and not the other mm. way around make your primary source of containment of information analog and then use that use digital to back that up 
Do you get that? So you would make, for example, mm. a planner and then use Evernote to back that up or scan copies of that or make sure that you've got that because once you have that digital backup that's a nice thing to have you can always put stuff on a USB on a thumb drive put that in a safe deposit bank bank box and off you go but if your digital stuff is your primary and that gets lost then what are you going to do what are you going to do <laughs> so Steve what is on your to-do list for this week my to-do list for this week is fairly, you know, fairly routine, but I will offer a tip of the week on oh, this topic ooh. that we've been discussing. Episode 20, we get a tip from the master himself. We get a tip Go from on. the master. And my tip for this week is rather simple, really. If you can't get your tasks list or your appointments of whatever description to work on paper then there ain't much chance of you getting any app to work, really. If you can't get it right in your mind as to how you want this to work on paper, then trying to tackle the same thing in a digital app is an absolute nightmare. That actually translates. Yeah, that translates. I'm sure you have. Have, Hasn't anybody else just downloaded app after app after app thinking that this is going to be it? Yeah. And there you have it. You know, you, you can't, if you can't manage it. I think that translates well to the concept of shopping for clothing. If you don't love it in the shop, then you're not going to love it on you. So you have no. to get your thoughts down first. Once you have them down, then you can go. On my to-do list this week, I have to continue using my DIY Fish version 5 mm. planner inserts pages. I am absolutely loving it yes we will do a podcast on this particular setup that i have i had received a request off of instagram to do that and i am i'm happy to say that i am probably going to order the same in a5 so that i can marry up yes 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 i can marry up the house planner with the personal planner and that way everyone will be in sync Um, I don't have a tip of the week besides try and stay a little bit cool as the heat has arrived here in Colonial Williamsburg. And um, Steve, where can we find you? (laughs) It's as usual. I will be find me at filofaxi.com and travelersnotebooktimes.com. You can find me at karinatovmasian.com and karinatovmasian on Instagram and the Streamline Life on Facebook. And if you have any ideas for future episodes please email me, steve, at filofaxi.com with your ideas. Thank you.